Happy Monday! Wow, came out of the gate with energy. I'm feeling good today. Well, okay, it's the week of April 24th, 2023. It's beautiful as of this recording and on a Sunday afternoon. I hope you had a great weekend. I got caught up on sleep this weekend. And boy, it was amazing. You know, when you don't go out on the town partying. Um, who knew? You're in a better mood when you sleep. And you got your vape. My watermelon ice lost Mary, keeping me company. I'm very excited to uh, to be well rested. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope you have a good start to your Monday going. Um, I uh, I'm excited. Um, thinking a lot about comedy. Thinking a lot about this week. I actually um, I don't know. I've been doing a little writing, and uh, I was gonna share a couple of thoughts. Um, because you know when when I announce the mics at the beginning of the week or like where you can see all these comics, I often leave out the fact that I'm actually at these mics. And if you actually care, if you like any of the comedy that I do, I don't know. Maybe you want to hear some of the bullshit I got in my notebook this week. So here's some of the joke ideas I want to talk about. And if you have any comments on them or like ideas about why these might not be funny or be funny. Here's some of the things I'm going to talk about this week. Epstein Island exists because politicians have no game. I was kind of thinking that. Like, how desperate do you have to be to set up a whole island of underage girls? Like, I just don't think they know how to talk to women. Like, they just don't have game. You know? Like, that's really what it's about. They don't have game. Okay. Um, Another topic. Single life in your 30s is meaningless. Uh, I mean, just a thought I had this morning. Like, all we really end up doing is talking about, uh, like, what we're going to do next. Where are we going out to eat next? Like, I have friends and talk to people, but, like, what is... all it's really about is like, okay, you know, making sure we have plans and stuff to keep us distracted. Like, there's nothing else to really do besides make a podcast or tell jokes on stage. Like, that's the most meaningful thing I have, you know. I mean, I guess that's why people have kids. Okay, another thing I want to talk about is a fight I saw with a street evangelist. Uh, That was really funny. You know those guys on the street that are like, you're going to hell. Jesus doesn't love sinners or gay or whatever. Yeah, I saw one of those guys, and then I saw a woman get in a fight with him, and it was so funny. It's like, shut the fuck up, bro. You're bumming everybody out. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, there's more to that, but uh, anyway. Uh, another topic I want to talk about is guys who hunt, hunters. They're actually regressing evolutionarily. Like, they are, like, primitive uh and it's so stupid like we have restaurants bro um and how do you flex when you have medium money like if you have a decent job but you don't like how do you flex you're not gonna buy a lamborghini but like are there ways to flex? like you're not rich you're not poor but how do you flex are you supposed to flex do girls even fucking care do they want you to flex see the watch i have on see medium flex all right i got some lululemon pants this weekend too so i think i'm kind of like I don't know. I feel like girls like Lululemon pants, right? What do you want me to do? What do you want from me? I'll do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't have any principles. I'm a people pleaser. Um, but, you know, speaking of people pleasing, our guest today, Jess, uh, I'm not going to say her name yet. She's the opposite of people pleaser. She is her authentic self, keeps it real all the time. Very excited for our guest today, a, a brand new friend of mine, Jessica Wells. 
Jessica What the Wells on Instagram. Um, we had Jessica in my apartment uh, for an interview. Um, very enjoyable conversation. We actually had two bonus guests today. Her two lovely children are Monty and Seven. She has a, uh, a child named Seven, kind of like Seven Costanza in Seinfeld. Um, Jessica is a delight. She's um, very uh, kind of soft-spoken. Her her voice is very calming, very 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 uh, grounded, and she just makes you feel at ease. Um, and uh, she describes herself on her Instagram profile as a humor therapist, which is great because we talked about therapy topics today. She's 30 years old. She's from South Carolina. She's been doing stand-up for about a year. She's a student of comedy, describes herself as that. Um, we talk about her comedic influences on this uh, interview and, and what she, how she's drawn upon it since she started comedy. Uh, talked about whitening strips, how you whiten your teeth. Talk about astrology. Um, talk about manifestation, the importance of always being yourself. And in relationships, how authenticity and communication is important and honest communication. Because if you're not doing that, how else are you really going to get to know someone? Um, and, and just a general observation, I really like this. This is towards the tail end of the interview, but it's about the importance of um, not sugarcoating it with people and a lesson in life that, you know, most people are not as direct as she is in life. And you kind of realize that some people sugarcoat and that can, it can be, you know, offensive to people. But ultimately, the best thing to do is be direct. Just say what you're thinking. Um and don't beat around the bush. Because um, if you don't do that, you end up just shying away. And then you end up being more hurtful in the end by stabbing people in the back and talking shit. So authenticity, relationships, communication, a lot of great stuff in here. We had a great time. Um, and we had a couple of like, because the two uh, her two kids were here, um, we got to see them a little bit. Uh, I had to tell them to quiet down a few times. They're my new uh, children. I have two new uh, black stepchildren now. Very excited to be a father. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the interview. Um, I think you will. Check Jessica out. Follow her at all the links below. And um, I hope you enjoy. All right. But before we get to the interview, though, here's what's going on this week in local comedy. The week of April 23rd, 2023. All right. Tonight, open mic. Coffee Underground. It's a 7 o'clock show. It's free. Comics signed up at 6. Audience at 7. Drive Subbin, Craig Holcomb. On Tuesday, we have Sharky's Pub, downtown Greenville. This is at 8 o'clock. Um, Cali Pesafume and Millie Nelson hosting also on Tuesday with the Art Bar in Columbia hosted by Patrick Fowler that's an 8.30 show also on Tuesday with the Odd in Asheville hosted by James Herod 9 o'clock show on Wednesday Ben Jennings presents Comedy at the Lounge this show is at 7.30 it's a free show and this themed show is South Carolina Dads we have Gio Wagner Tommy Donovan Brad Deaton and Michael Garrick headlining um, all great dudes Michael Garrick, you want to check him out. He hasn't been up here in a little while. Check him out. Also on Wednesday, we have Radio Room, hosted by Adam Schulte. That's an 8.30 show. Um, also on Wednesday, we have Tom Emmons, Swamp Rabbit Comedy Open Mic at the VFW Post 9273 in Piedmont. It's a 6.30 show. Also on Wednesday, we have the Disclaimer Open Mic in Asheville at 8 o'clock, hosted by Kerry Goff. On Thursday, we have Jokes Out Loud at the Comedy Zone. It's back. 8 o'clock show, Brandon Rainwater hosting. Come on out. Get lit. Have fun. We'll do karaoke after. It'll be a good-ass time. If you're an audience member, you haven't come out, come out to that. On Friday, we have All Jokes Aside at Abibas, hosted by Dante Anderson. Very fun, Mike, for your Friday. Get a hookah. And on this weekend at the Comedy Zone, we have Derek Stroop. 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 Two shows on Friday at 7 and 9. Two shows on Saturday at 6 and 9. Tickets available at GreenvilleComedyZone.com. All right. That's it for local comedy. Hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you enjoy my interview with Jessica. Here it is. 
All right, we're starting. Are we recording now? We're recording now, Jessica. Okay, great. How are you? I am swell. Thank you for coming to my, my home. Thank you for having me. Um, so uh, we also have some other guests in the apartment. We don't have to show them, but um, I'm excited that they're they're here too. I can't not think about, like, we have your two kids here. Yes, um, his stepchildren are here. <laughs> Our money in seven. Um, as, soon, as soon as we got out of the car, I just let him know that you have black kids now. Yeah. I'm a father. <laughs> I finally did it, Mom. I have two lovely kids. Two black kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're adorable. We won't put them on camera for the sake of, yeah. But uh, it's very nice to have kids in the house. I like it. <laughs> He's enjoying his, his, dad, his dad mode. I, yeah, I wish I had more toys or other things to, you know, entertain them, but um, it's okay. We'll have to add stuff to it. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm fantastic. You have a you have a lovely smile too. Thank by the you. Way. You asked me if my teeth were real. Right. Do you know people that don't have that like have dentures I, or things like that? I know a lot of people who have veneers. Veneers. Um, what is it? Por- the porcelain mm-hmm. coverings. Yeah. So yeah, do people accuse you of having those? Yeah, I, I I argue with people about having fake teeth all the time. Yeah, and it's aggravating because I, it's like I don't have to argue with you no. about whether or not my teeth are real or not. Yeah, it's none of their business anyway. No, they try to argue. It's not even that they're asking; they argue with me. Uh-huh. That they're like tell the truth; they really are fake. Like, no, my teeth. Yeah, are real. Know. Do you whiten them? I do. You do. Crest white white strips, fifty dollars. Fifty dollar crest white strips. And they it says the the packaging says to use one once a week. I use all three. I mean all all seven of them at one time. Like you overlap them? You put them No, 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 no. Like I'll use them like twice a day. Okay. Until I run out. So within three days. Do they hurt? Um over time. They have made my teeth sensitive, mm-hmm. but um, I don't do it. Like I've di- it's been years since I did it. But okay. when I do it like that, it wipes it really, really white to where I don't have to. It's not a constant thing. They, yeah, they're really know. white. They're definitely whiter than mine. Like I haven't did it in years. Yeah. In years. Okay. But if they get like a little bit of stain, I do one maybe. Okay. I don't do it that way anymore because my teeth are sensitive now. Yeah. The the uh, Chris White strips takes the enamel off of the teeth, so you have to be careful. Even though they're gonna be white, they're gonna be like sensitive. Shine like they're 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 squeaky soft, like not squeaky soft, but squeaky as far as they're not rigid. Okay. So you could just like there's been times where I've taken a rag and just. Wipe my teeth off. Okay. And it'll clean it versus being stained. It takes some of the enamel off. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Some my brother told me I had like not white teeth and it made me sensitive. So sensitive as far as what? Just my feelings got hurt. You have nice nice teeth though. They're straight, but are they I, I think I need to whiten them a little bit more. I mean And then I tried to go to the dentist and they gave me some stuff. Like this the I don't know if it's like prescription or what, but those kind of hurt my teeth. The part where you put them in the trays and you like line them up. Right. But um, I've heard crust whitening strips. Are actually Sit really y'all good. asses down. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying now? <laughs> <laughs> you Nothing saying? that important. 
Nothing that important. I'm gonna drink some more sugary Coke to like make my teeth. Is that diet Coke? No, it's regular. Oh, okay. I've never seen it in that bottle. Vanilla cherry Coke. You know, I think they should just keep the cocaine in the Coke and stop trying to change the flavors. You think they should? I don't really too much care for like the flavored all that stuff. You're just, a bigger fan of cocaine? Uh we shouldn't mention this with the kids in in the house. <laughs> Well, you know, Coke. No, we I don't. Addressed know. how we're going to talk to the kids about drugs yet. So. Well, no, I don't. I've never done Coke, um, but <laughs> it was a joke as far as cocaine being. Uh, in I know. Coke. I, <laughs> no, I've never. No, we don't have to joke about that. I've never done Coke. That's good. That's good. Me neither. No, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, if you have, you can just say that. I, I could. I could, but not in front <laughs> of the kids. I'm not going to do that. So, Jessica, we've met a few times at the Comedy Zone. Yes, we have. And, uh, yeah, but just in passing. So, like, I'm actually just getting to know you for the first time today. So, tell hey. me about yourself. Um, Where okay. are you from originally? I'm from South Carolina originally. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 years old. Um, I've been doing comedy for a year now. Um, it's been really exciting as far as networking and meeting people and uh-huh. seeing what. Shut y'all asses up. <laughs> Seven. She. Seeing what um. Here. Seeing what other people think is funny. I think for me, the main thing is to continue to be, you know, a student, learning as much as possible about comedy and just you know studying other comics what comics do you study do you st- well if i just hear a name i'll study i'll watch something of the comic and see like what it is that they bring to the table okay but um chris tucker uh dave Chappelle. did you see chris tucker when he was in town here I didn't. You did it. I didn't. Okay. When did yeah. he come? Oh, uh, it was last year sometime. He was touring through. He did Charlotte Comedy Zone and then this one in Greenville. Yeah, no, I didn't see uh, Chris Tucker, but um, he's one of the people that I've studied. Yeah. Um, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin's um, been through too. Yeah, Eddie Griffin. Um, I like Ali Sadiq. Alisa Deek. Have yeah. you ever watched this stuff? I think so. I'm trying to remember. I think he's actually been through Greenville as well. Well, he was supposed to come in January, but they canceled. Did they? The I was so upset. Yeah. Because I, I, I bought I, I bought front row tickets, and then they canceled it. Did you get your money back? Yeah, and and they um, offered free tickets to someone from Wildin' Out. Okay. They came. Yeah. Um, who did I see from Wildin' Out? Chico Bean. Chico, okay. Do you know, do you know Chico Bean? I watched the 85 South show. The there. 85 South podcast? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I've only listened to like one episode of that. I need to get into that. But um, yeah, Chico Bean roasted me when I was in the audience. <laughs> I was one of the only white guys in the crowd, so we, I stood out, I guess. And uh, he, he, he saw my, my hair was different at the time. It was like swoopy up in the front. Right. And he said I looked like uh, Jimmy Neutron. Cartoon character. <laughs> what the hell is swoopy up? Swoopy up. Well, <laughs> like this. Swo- that's swoopy up. It like, yeah. You I'm look lo- like Jimmy Neutron now that you're saying that. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm losing it too. Uh, with age, with age. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, my hairline's th- receding a little bit. If you will, you still want to stay with me if I was bald? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna help me take care of my kids <laughs> and be their white dad? How could I not? <laughs> How could I not? And he really—he's really going along with it. That's the funny part. <laughs> I, dude, they're so sweet. Seven, seven, especially. I'm, I'm, he's like, uh, I don't know. Uh. But yeah, um, you know who I think is hilarious, and I just now started watching it. Who? Have you ever heard of Justin White White Whitehead? No. I think it's either Whitehead or Whiteside. I can't really. I know remember. Chris Whiteside. He's the guy here. Um, <laughs> That's not him. He's a comedian uh, who yells at the TV. Okay. So you know how like there's people that you know sit in front of the TV and yell at the TV. He's yelling at the TV, but everything he's saying is hilarious. I mean, like. So what does he yell? Does he like live stream a show and like make yes. fun of it or something? And, and he has he had he's talking about the my six hundred pound life <laughs> people. So he's having you know the bigger community come after him in public and it's hilarious because yeah. he's just making jokes. Yeah. In videos and they they're really getting mad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to check that out. How do you feel about the people on my six hundred pound life? Do you feel bad for them or do you feel like they did it to themselves or? This is crazy. I've never really watched TV before. (laughs) You haven't? No, not really. I don't really watch TV like that. So now that I'm into comedy and taking acting courses, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. I have to like really sit. I can't. For some reason, I can't sit. I feel like I get consumed by certain energies of watching TV so I have to so you try to not do that you try to stay I have to get high you have to get high to watch watch TV TV, yeah yeah to sit down and pay attention Mm mm-hmm yeah I feel you nowadays um I don't know there's not a lot that'll make me like sit down and And watch watch for a couple hours like that all my attention for that I mean I'm more likely to like listen to stuff like podcasts but when I'm driving I'm out like doing something else. I read. You read? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I read. What do you What do you like to read? What are your favorite? I read a lot of self help books, a oh, lot of dark nice. psychology, psychology in general. Okay. Um, motivational books. Motivational books. What did you say? Huh? What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Armani's. About what? What? She making shit up. Armani's heckling from the from the sideline. We about <laughs> from to kick, the peanut gallery. <laughs> we about to kick her out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I really like self help books too. Um, there's uh, some of my favorite comedy related ones are actually like in the in the coffee table here. Um, give me some of yours. Any any Self-book. books stand out that you like that you really well, like helped you? I read comedy books as well. Um, I read The Laws of Human Nature. Okay. Um, what is it? Seven Secrets to Success. Um, things that resilient people don't do. Um, I read the Comedy Bible as well. The Comedy Bible? Me, yeah, to help me with my jokes. Yeah. And just, to you know, like ideas to sharpen up. Yeah. The Comedy skills. Bible. I think I have that here. Somewhere. It's a white book. 
Mm, the Dow of comedy. Oh, yeah. Here's a couple. Ugh. This one we haven't talked about in a while. The War of Art. Have you seen that one? I downloaded it on my phone, but it is very long on the phone. So I, I don't. Yeah. it's. I'd rather you, read an actual book than to read it. On your device? On my device because yeah. text messages start coming in. I get distracted. Yeah. But I actually bought that phone. I mean, I, I actually bought that book. Mm-hmm. Off of um, what is the the books in off of Apple? Amazon. No books in Apple. Oh okay. The last like one of the last self help books that I read was the Gucci Man's Guide to Greatness. Gucci Man. Gucci Man. Yeah. Okay. What did he have to say? How uh, does Gucci Man say you be great? Take accountability. Okay. Take accountability uh, every day. You have to put in work towards whatever it is that you're doing. Have the right people around you um, in your corner that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Time is valuable, like mm-hmm. what you choose to do with your time. So um, I've taken it a lot in, you know, yeah. just reading from successful. I've read uh, Rick Ross's book as well. Um what is it? Um, what is Rick Ross' book? Have you ever heard of what I'm talking about? I've not. Rick, um, Rick Ross has um, A Great Day to Boss Up. I think that's it. A Great Day to Boss Up? A great, yeah, A Great Day to Boss Up. A Great Day to Boss Up. Okay. Google that one. I, um, yeah. I think uh, I love reading... Um, self-help books um, related to comedy. The uh, the one that um, really stood out to me. Sorry, my back is killing me. Getting no. old. <laughs> I know I'm getting old. I know. Uh, he said, "I'm sorry, my back's killing me." It Those is. 30s, it's like it's like thirties are not like twenties. Like thirties, you got to warm up when you get out of bed. I, yeah, twenties, you just roll out of bed and just with one hour of sleep. 30s uh-huh. is different. Yeah. Have you ever had back issues? I've always had back issues, but with 30, it's just more so like, I have to take naps. Yeah? I never took naps before. And dude, now I'm like, I got to take a nap. Dude, me too. That's why um, I honestly, like last night we went out. Do you still go out? Yeah, I do. Yeah? I haven't been as of late. Okay. Because I just had a baby. Okay. Well, seven. Seven? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's very nice. Yeah, you shouldn't be going out too much with the baby, but... Uh, but yeah, I, w- I went out last night, and I was out late, and then I just wanted to sleep in today. And I, uh, I woke up at to? 9, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going back to bed. And I woke up again at like 2.30. So I slept all day today. Where did you go to? Um, where did I go? I went to... Um, or oh, you can't remember? Uh, no, no, no. I wasn't. I don't drink. So I just... I was out with friends, but I went to uh, Hole in the Wall. It's like a uh it's modeled after alice in wonderland it's a bar in, in west greenville um and where else did i go um we were gonna go to neat as well so you know neat on main street the bourbon bar no it's a good vibe you don't know that place most of the time when i come downtown yeah where do you go to greenville i just kind of go either where my friends are going or i just if it looks neat i'll walk in but i don't necessarily know specifically i might go to some Oh, to a place I don't even know the name. I just okay. it looked neat. 
looks neat. There's actually a place called Neat. I've never been to it. Yeah. Well, I may have. I don't know. It's a bourbon bar. Um, it's near Comedy Zone. Um, but yeah, have you ever gone to Bond? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Okay. Most that, of the time we go bar hopping and then like I have the type of friends once we get so drunk, like we could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I know I got home and nobody messed with me. I feel you. <laughs> you just try to get home alive. Yeah, I just try to get home alive. I don't know where we went. I don't know the name of where we went. I gotcha. But we're alive. <laughs> and how far are you from downtown? Um, about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes? Yes. Okay. So it was a trip for you guys to come out here today. Yeah. Mm, well we great. were coming this way anyway. So Okay. What do you got going on tonight? Um well, actually, really just winding down tonight, but I was going to a friend's house afterwards. Okay. Back towards Simp- Simpsonville. So. Towards Simpsonville. I gotcha. Um, so, you have um, a lot of beautiful tattoos. I kind of wanted to ask about these. Is this henna? Is that what that's called? Yes. Okay. I went to Vegas. Um, I went to Vegas and got a henna tattoo, and when I came back... I was like, I want to keep it. Yeah. And it not fade. So, yeah. Because henna's temporary, right? Right. It lasts about two weeks. Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't. Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. You just don't? I, I just, well, I um when I was a kid, um I don't know if tattoos were frowned upon. I was like, you know, very conservative family. So, like, they didn't, they weren't really, like, none of my uh, aunts and uncles really got tattoos or my dad or, you know, grandparents. Um, so if we did get one, it'd probably be like a Bible verse or a cross or something. <laughs> That's all we'd get. Well, you know what? I don't think that, um, now that I have tattoos, I wish that I didn't have them. Really? Yeah. You regret them? Mm. Well, I don't necessarily regret. Well, yeah, in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. So wishing them away or it's not going to make them go away. But yeah, I think that, um, I kind of was going through a rough time and just kind of just doing stuff. <laughs> so now it's like, I mean, they're there. I I embraced them. Yeah. But um. But it was kind of impulsive at the time. Just like, I'm doing this. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Something like that. Um, I have our money's face on the inside of my arm. These are beautiful. This is Armani? Yes. Aw. Uh, do you I like have- the tattoo, Armani? You love it? Yeah. That was so creepy. I love it. <laughs> she said, I love, I love it. it. Yeah. This is um half woman, half tiger. Okay. It's more so about transformation. Transformation? Yeah. I see. That's beautiful. Thank you. And then you have another uh yes, woman on your Yes, I have um a samurai. A samurai? Uh-huh. That's a lady samurai? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. She has a sword over her shoulder. Yeah. Okay. And what does that signify? A fighter. A fighter? She's a fighter. Warrior mentality. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. I love it. Um, Anything else that you have? I have my Zodiac sign here. I got this one. I was like 16. Okay. But yeah, I mean like... Sagittarius? Yes, I'm a Sagittarius. Mm, okay. I'm a Scorpio. So we're neck and neck. Uh, I'm a December baby. December baby. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Early November is mine. What is this? What is the Sagittarius's temperament? Well, technically, like that's why I say, like getting tattoos, uh, explaining stuff to people why, like you did it. Uh huh. It kind of it can make sense at the time, 
Mm-hmm. But then it can kind of sound stupid later on because, yeah. like, okay, I can say I'm a Sagittarius, but we have a whole lot of different signs right. in our birth chart. Right. So, but Sagittarius, as far as uh, what people speak on when they speak on Zodiac, mm-hmm. that's a person who's like knowledgeable. Um, they like information. Okay. They're a teacher. Yeah. They like to explore. They're wild. They're free. Mm-hmm. They like to really roam around and learn. Right. As much as possible. Right. It makes sense. You like your reading. You like your uh, consuming information. Yeah, I love information. I feel like the more you know, the more you grow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, uh, I'm wired that way too. I'm very curious. Like, I get bored pretty easily. And, like, I I always need to be learning new stuff. Um, Are you big into um, uh, self-help podcasts or things like that? Anything that I can learn from, like it's certain stuff that I watch on YouTube or just Google as far as just self-help Yeah, to help myself. Mm -hmm. Do you read your daily Zodiac signs? I don't. You don't? Um, I feel like sometimes when you, I feel like we're always manifesting Mm -hmm. certain thoughts, certain just frequencies, energies, whatever the case may be. And so if I read something that someone else wrote, about how my day is going to go, yeah. I'm no longer in control. Right. So with that being said, I try, I mean, I, I have read it before. I've, mm-hmm. I've been really deep into astrology, but I try not to because yeah, I don't want anything to sway me off of how I want to live my life. Yeah, for sure. Right. And you can kind of read into those things. Like they're, they're kind of vague enough, like the daily they're very horoscope. Vague. Yeah. You can kind of apply whatever happens to you to make it seem like seem it fits, like it. but. Really? Yeah. But and then too, like I said, we have a birth chart. So that's more in depth specifically to us as individuals. Right. As far as zodiac and horoscopes. But I don't try to get I try to stay in control of my own life. Yeah. Okay. Cuz if somebody somebody writes something on the internet and I'll be like, "Well, for Sagittarius today, they said don't be <sighs> down and I'm really not even down. I'm making myself be something, you know, like Yeah, you're not actually down, like I have to be down. Yeah, they, like they wrote it. They wrote it, like no. Yeah. Oh man. I uh Yeah. Scorpios, I was told by some girls that it's like not a very good sign to be. Like it's 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 like uh, what did somebody say to me that it's um, they're kind of like sneaky and manipulative. Have you heard that about Scorpios? I have um, in my birth chart. Yeah. My communication, uh-huh. my communication sign is in Scorpio. So I think a lot of times, um, and I'm starting to like have favorite signs that intrigue me, and I think Scorpio is. Taurus and uh-huh. Scorpio are the two that intrigue me as far as what they represent. Okay. Um, as far as Scorpio, it's, it's more so, it's kind of like dark psychology. Dark psychology, that, okay. That it's more so like dark psychology, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because Scorpios can be very powerful. Really? Very powerful. They're very powerful. I mean, I can be powerful? You are powerful. We all are powerful. Yeah. <laughs> but Scorpios are very powerful. Just mentally, they know a lot about, they're kind of secretive. Yeah. But who is that bad to? What is good and bad? <sighs> what is good and bad? Yeah. I don't know. 
if someone for an example, this is just an example. Uh-huh. If someone rapes your sister and you <gasps> shoot them and what? you kill them. What? And you shoot them and you kill them. Yeah. Are you are you are you a bad person for trying to protect your sister? Yeah, I probably would kill somebody who raped my sister. Are you a bad person though? No, I don't think Whereas so. somebody said, Well, he didn't have to do that's bad. Like what is good and what is bad. Yeah. Everybody Yeah, is, like could you steal a loaf of bread to feel your family? Right. Yeah. Are you bad are you Stealing's a bad person? Bad, but no. It is yeah. somebody told me something. They said there's good people with a little bit of bad, there's bad people with a little bit of good, regardless yeah. of whatever. Yeah, that's the yin and yang thing. Have right. you seen that? Yeah. Right. So. Feminine and the masculine. And that's what uh-huh. I'm learning and studying on too. Feminine and masculine energy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think about that in dating a lot. Um are you married, single, dating? We're together. We're together. We have these black he, he you're the Never mind. Obviously I knew that. We're, right. Yeah. But you need to get it together. I need to get it together. I need to have more masculine energy. I need to take <laughs> more control of the situation. And uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, okay, so I have a theory on masculine and feminine energy. Masculine energy is is about uh drive, purpose, um and um not being thrown off uh your center. Um, and, and like overcoming obstacles and breaking through barriers. That's a lot of masculine type energy. Feminine energy has some of that same stuff, but it's also nurturing. And then you have like the motherly, um, side of things. And, um, it like balances with masculine energy. I don't know. I'm more. I more so know about the masculine energy. You know what I saw. Agree with what I just said. The the definition of part of the definition of feminine energy was forgiving. Forgiving. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's good. That's okay. You're okay. It's okay. I forgive you. Are you forgiving? No. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's why. That's why I struggle with feminine energy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, when somebody wrongs you, you're like, nope. No, 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 no. Honestly, I think that um, I will sit back and watch a person uh-huh. over a extended period of time. And I feel like if your character... I, I It takes me a long time to forgive certain okay. things. I, and I think it's because of my loyalty yeah. to people. I, I would never do you that way. So when you do something to me, it hits me a little bit. It takes me a long And I hate, I really, I hate that about myself. It takes me a long time to forgive someone when they do something I just would never do to them. You yeah. know what I mean? But eventually I will forgive. But yeah. that's, that's a minus. But you me. don't have to you know, welcome back in your life the same way as they were before. You don't have to trust them anymore. But yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say, I will watch a person's character for so long before I make a judgment on who they are, who they are. Mm -hmm. But, um, it's certain things that I would never do to a person out of my own loyalty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for sure. But the truth is everybody's going to do something to hurt you in some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's messed up when you form a judgment about a person and you think they're one way and then they do something and you realize they weren't the way you thought they were. That's what really messes with me. Like they break a trust in a way that like, oh my gosh, I totally misjudged you. 
I thought you were this kind of person. I think that's why it's important. And that's why I say like Scorpios, their energy that they have is very it's 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 dark. Yeah. But at the same time too, they're gonna watch you and they're gonna move in a way to see how you're gonna move. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just more so like dark psychology. Yeah. Being a student of dark psychology yeah. uh, and how people can be manipulative in Oh, okay, okay. More observant of manipulation than being manipulative themselves. Well, Scorpios can oh. be manipulative, but they don't necessarily make them they don't necessarily make them bad. We can be manipulative? Yeah. Okay. I'm manipulative. Like you might ask a question to see what a person's gonna say. Mm-hmm. And if they ask in a bad way or uh, not even necessarily a bad way, but if they act, if they respond in a way that's not in a Scorpio's best interest, then Scorpio may manipulate them back. Yeah. But if you're being truthful and being honest, they mm-hmm. might not manipulate you. So, mm-hmm. man, makes sense to me. That's th- the, you're a Scorpio, I of think, course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, seven. Seven. Hi. Oh, she okay? Seven's my spoiled child. She's yeah. a, she's the youngest. She's so cute. She's what? She's so cute. She's She's so huge. Huge? Huge. She's big for her age? Yes. Yeah? She's like the size of a three-year-old. Oh, my god. When she came out, the doctor was like, that's a big baby. (laughs) Yeah. It's a big-ass baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, she has the same name as uh, what George wanted to name his baby on Seinfeld. Do you ever watch the show Seinfeld? I haven't. I actually, I've heard of Seinfeld, uh-huh. and it's going to sound bad, but I actually have to study a lot more of his work, because he's one of the top Yeah, yeah. comedians. He was a great observational comedian, so, um, and yeah, he was really big in the 90s, but um, I think Jerry's talent was like, he would pick out like ordinary, everyday things, right. and then make jokes out of them, and um it would just be like the simplest thing you could ne- you would never like a street sign or like um he has a joke about pens and losing pens like how like um i don't know i'm not going to quote jerry's jokes so on my head do you do you like kevin hart yeah you yeah. know what i'm going to be honest i never really got into kevin hart but the more I research his work, yeah, and really, Kevin Hart is a fucking fool, and I, I mean, like, <laughs> I did not like, like in a bad way. No, not in a bad way. I watch his stuff on a daily basis. Yeah, now, like, just yeah. to get a, just to get a laugh. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He is ridiculous. Yeah. I watch The Real Husbands of Hollywood now. The Real Husbands of Hollywood? I told you I didn't watch TV. Okay. And so I'm having a, like, I'm, like, really behind everybody else. Uh-huh. So I go and watch Real Husbands of Hollywood, every, like, almost every day. I've never heard of Real Husbands of Hollywood. I've heard Man. of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's a it's a, it's a a mockery of how the women act. Okay. On those other shows? Oh, those other shows. But it's men, so. Yeah. Is Kevin Hart in the show? Yes, Kevin Hart. It's like a lot of Hollywood husbands. Is it is it reality TV or are they like doing skits and stuff? Um, it's more so. It's just like the real uh, wives of. I mean, the what is it? Real Housewives of Atlanta or something yeah. like that. It's just like that, and they're actual husbands of Hollywood, but okay. they are taking it to where they are making 
fun really of the women and how they act but okay. in a manly way okay like if husbands could get together and act crazy and that food start fighting and throwing and yeah you gotta watch it i do what's it on bravo um it should be on netflix okay it should be on netflix and tubi if tubi I'm yeah dude i like tubi yeah yeah i'm on a tubi show you are what's yeah. the show uh complicated the series so you actually do acting as I, well. I want to act. Um, I've, I've been on like two things. Um, one was from Segregation to Justice. Uh, it's a, a movie um, that was shot in Sumter, South Carolina. Um, and it was a historical movie shot about desegregation in um, a high school. Take her out. <laughs> no, it's okay. It probably won't be able to hear it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and then I got to be an extra on um, Complicated the Series, which is a show that's on Tubi. So you can see me in the background. I don't have any lines. But oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, acting's fun. You want to do acting? Yes. I've been taking um, some acting classes in Atlanta. Oh, you have? Uh-huh. I did that last year. And um, it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. You know what? I think that um, improv... Is really up there with comedy. I don't know which one I like the most, improv or um, comedy. I think comedy, but it's really, really close. Yeah. It's really, really close. Mm-hmm. And they go hand in hand. Yeah. Or they can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a passion that I feel when I do improv. Improv? Yeah. So do you do improv uh, act outs like in the classes, you're saying? like Right. Act yeah. out in the classes. Um, I've did improv in new york and in atlanta okay what would you do in new york what brought you up there to see the comedy scene to see how the comics operate okay so yeah when did when did you make that trip up there december december a few months okay. ago and how long did you stay and, and what did you do up there a week comedy a week? every day comedy every day you know it's different up north it's like whereas here in greenville south carolina we have that we have a, a open mic, which we have. We, we have multiple open mics. Mm-hmm. But in New York, it is so many open mics to do. You could do 10 open mics a day. Holy sh- Yeah. Every day. And, they, and they're really up there doing it every day. Like mm-hmm. once they get off of work, they do three, four, five, you know. Mics a night. Mics a night. Yeah. And it's good to network that way. Yeah. And how many did you do when you were up there? I did 12. You did 12 mics for the week? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And were you doing your same set that you've done here uh, at Comedy Zone? And how did the jokes do? How did the jokes go? Yeah, how did you do? How did Yeah, how did it go? Um, Honestly, I was surprised because I was thinking that because I was going up north, the humor was going to be different. different. Yeah. But it wasn't. They laughed the same way, like. They did down here, and that's yeah. what surprised me. Yeah. So it's more so, I think, that it's about relating to people as a whole when mm-hmm. you're speaking versus... Yeah, in the moment, right? Versus um, just speaking on something that only a specific yeah. group of people can understand. Right. If Everybody has... Most people have kids. Yeah. So the joke about my daughter coming home from school and like... Yeah. Speaking on the word of the day is Vagatron. Vagatron. <laughs> most 
parents have kids that come home and say crazy stuff so yeah everybody can relate to it and it's Uh not a southern thing or northern thing it's a universal thing right did you go up there by yourself or did you go up there you did you went up by yourself yeah oh my gosh that's incredible wow everybody coming like are you scared yeah especially yeah as a as a woman in new york city like man you're tough like well i think it's like this it's kind of dangerous up there um guys with me always yeah guys with you yeah guys with me always so i I don't i'm not scared of anything Mm -hmm. wow and this is what i want i really want to expand in the comedy world Mm -hmm. and doing comedy so i'm always you know just if not asking questions, trying to learn as much as I can from other comics or just how things operate and how mm. I can better myself. Yeah. Because I feel like it's pointless to really do this and just not do it for real. Yeah. How did you hear about stand-up for the first time like when you got on stage last year? Um. Well, I was coming to the club before then just to sit in as an audience. Yeah, in the comedy zone. Yeah, and um, all my life, people always said like, "You should, you're so funny. You should be a comedian. You should uh-huh. be a comedian." And um, I went through a patch in my life where I was like, "I have to make start making my life make sense." Yeah, like so, I was like, "I'm really, I need to really get into something that progresses me mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. and I'm able to help people." Yeah. And heal people, really, because mm-hmm. laughter. Yeah. A lot of people need it. Laughter is healing. It Absolutely. is. Um, so did you, um, did anybody tell you about the Comedy Zone, or did you just know that it was there? If I'm not mistaken, I think I just, go- I, I, well, I was coming before, the, before then, mm-hmm. and I may have Googled, like, comedy shows. And so when I Googled it, I was an audience member at first. Yeah. And then one day I was like, I'm going to get on that stage. And then yeah. I think I made like a promise to myself. I was like, I'm going to get on that stage by this date. And if not something, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But I did it. And uh-huh. um, I did great. Yeah. For the first time. Like, uh-huh. for the first time. A lot of people told me that I was, I seemed natural. Yeah. On stage. Absolutely. That's good. Um, So did you... um. Um, gosh darn it, sorry. Um dude. Sleepy, drunk, <laughs> hungover. No. No. Uh it's my back just hurting, I think. He's getting old as hell, y'all. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Uh no, it's uh Seven said the same thing. You got Seven old. said the same thing. You're old as hell. I'm old as hell. <laughs> she said, our money. Well, I know what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Uh, did you, uh, what did you think of like the, the slate of like open mic comics in Greenville? Cause like the shows can be like bad or they can be, you know, decent. Did you think the comics were any good? <laughs> no. Do I think the comics can be any good? Uh, or are there any good? Um, yeah. There's some great comics in uh, in Greenville. Um, mm-hmm. I think that a, a lot, lot of beginners of, too. Uh, it's a lot of beginners. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, and, and you know what? Honestly, I've been surprised by a lot of comics because just because a person does bad one night doesn't necessarily mean they won't. Yeah. You have to kind of follow people yeah. on their journey to yeah. successfully finding how 
they make the crowd laugh. Yeah. I've seen people who got up there and just did not make the crowd laugh or just wasn't funny to me. Yeah. And then the next few months they found yeah. their way and it was a total different yeah. comic. Yeah. So I think that it depends on how that person, sometimes you have to follow people yeah. and yeah. see their journey into yeah. learning comedy because not everybody gets up there and yeah just as great every time yeah yeah it does great every time or mm -hmm. not everybody gets up there and you know constantly stay stagnant some people elevate and grow now i have seen comments that have gotten up there and they just need to get off the stage <laughs> yeah but at the same time too sometimes you don't know what's inside of a person so yeah. i can't who am I to judge? I'm right. learning just as well as everybody else is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it takes it takes a long time. Like especially, I don't know if you record. Do you record your sets? I do. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to record them, because like yeah, you'll go back and watch old sets and like it'll be, um, or at least I do, because I started a little over two and a half years ago and you go back and watch old ones and you're like, oh, like at the time you might have thought it was was good, but. You you develop you change over time and, and you I become hopefully see, more of yourself and more relaxed and more. And I think that's most important. Uh, what I think a lot of comics don't really understand. Well, first of all, I'll say this: to get up on that stage and say anything, you got to have some balls. Yeah. So it's it's not at a minimum you got balls. They say yeah, at a minimum you got balls. Yeah. So you got to have the, you got you have that credit because they say public speaking is the number one fear of the average person of the average person people mm -hmm. would rather die than go and speak in front of a group of people so mm -hmm. it's not i think that's the first thing is actually getting on stage but to actually perfect your craft and get up there and can be loose uh -huh. and that's really that's it's really tough yeah yeah absolutely it takes a lot of yeah repeated practice and effort and energy i um do you ever have any? Do your family and friends know you do comedy? Do they come and watch you? Yes, they do. Okay, gotcha. Were you nervous to have them come and watch for this first time? You know what? Honestly, throughout the first couple of stages of me doing comedy, I was very nervous. Yeah. Um, just to have just to go up there in general, in general. Uh huh. But I think that now I can kind of I kind of know what to do with the energy. Yeah. To make people laugh, so. I just kind of like kind of know what to do now. Okay. Um, I think that for me, what's what makes me more nervous is meeting different people who are maybe more advanced than me. Or, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. They might be judging you because they're on a higher level or something, or they've been doing it longer. Well, I'm confident in where I am mm -hmm. as a comic because I'm learning. You right. know what I mean? And I'm all, right. I'm always going to be learn learning. For sure. And I'm comfortable with being myself. It's just more so sometimes you don't know what to expect. Yeah. Because I feel like in this specific field of doing comedy, people are very sensitive. Yeah. They're very sensitive. Yes. Yes. They're very sensitive. So it's like you have to really be mindful about. Well, what I've noticed is you have to be. I'm not necessarily saying that I, because I'm, I'm very outspoken. Yeah. But people are very sensitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you give them criticism. Not only if you give them criticism, if you give them a compliment, they're yeah. very sensitive. So I just kind of learned to kind of you know observe and learn. Yeah. 
before speaking up or something. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I um, yeah, I'm I'm very sensitive too. I don't. Well, see, I, I think like to <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be. I think it's because it's the person that actually, like, outside of actually getting on stage, and outside of actually getting on stage and going up there and getting over that fear, uh-huh. people are sensitive that you're criticizing what they have to say yeah in a sense and i think that's where the sensitivity comes from Mm -hmm. me i feel like you can say whatever you want to say if it apply if it apply if i feel like i can use whatever knowledge that you give me Mm -hmm. i'll take it and i'll apply it yeah if i don't feel like if i feel like what i'm doing is working and i don't agree with you as far as what you tell me then who cares yeah who cares yeah yeah, I mean, I used to be more sensitive. Now I'm at a point where, like, yeah, if somebody says something to me, like, I'll listen no matter what. And even if I don't agree with it, I'll, like, really try to hear where was that coming from? Like, what did they see? Um, I might not change anything, but I do want to hear it all. But um, I think the sensitivity, that's a good point. Like, people are sensitive because in stand-up, you're just there. You're almost, like, naked to the world up there. Like, it's just they're judging you on, you know... How you look, how you move, how you say what you exactly. It's like a. It's like they're making an assessment. Really, just by bef- looking at you, you're just up there. Before you even so. start speaking, people they're already judging whether or not mm-hmm. they're going to really accept you and laugh at whether you or not. Whether or not they like you, yeah. yeah. Or just even like like you said, they're looking at what you're wearing. They're looking at how you're moving. Mm-hmm. They're looking at how you're talking. Mm-hmm. They they're listening. Are you looking to them in the eye? Or are, you? are you like your movement? All of that. Mm-hmm. So. I think for me, kind of being new into comedy, I I have asked questions or just have been eager to eager to learn, mm-hmm. and some people just not, you know, and it's okay. Like yeah. it's okay, but what I've noticed is a lot of comedians can be sensitive. Yeah. yeah. Anybody in particular? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> not gonna say. Yeah. Well, I'm one of them. I know I'm sensitive, but um, I'm trying to get over that. Like, cause you know, it's very personal comedy. Like, it's very like it's a judgment on you as a stand-up, um, whether they laugh or not, and then also feedback from you know other comics or audience members about like maybe things they they. they well, I'm gonna say this. It's a, it's a free lance artistry Mm -hmm. so there's no right or really wrong yeah but i feel like if your intentions are good i welcome feedback Mm -hmm. you know like not and even if it's coming from a like like i said if i feel like it apply Mm -hmm. then i'm gonna work it however i want to work it anyway it's a freelance art artistry for sure but if it is something to where um I just like you know I don't see that or I don't yeah. I don't agree with they're not gonna do it it's simple right. as that but right. I think people get so caught up into like just do it your way and mm-hmm. your way is the you know like yeah it is your way but because you st- it's authentic to you as a person but sometimes people have pointers that yeah. can manifest you into expressing how you want to deliver it better mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying like, yeah for sure for sure you should take some of those. Uh, and, and be honest if, if what you're doing isn't working. You shouldn't just be like, yeah, F you, this is my kind. If nobody's laughing, like at the end of the day, they got to be laughing for it to be good. Um, 
So, so yeah. The other thing that helps me like get out of my own head about the personal side is like treating stand up like a sport. Um, because I I watched some uh, I watched a basketball game this weekend and I watched a baseball game, um, and uh, I played sports growing up and uh, I uh, I was just watching this uh, college basketball game and um, Jordan I don't know if you know Jordan Warlick he's a guy he plays for Converse. But um, I was watching him, and I was just thinking all the time and effort he put into practicing and, and you know, executing and um, really showing off his talent. Like, he's just, you know, they're all just working, um, but they're not worried about what other people think. They're not in their own heads about it. They're just doing the work, and they're getting right. out there, and they're performing. Right. So, like, with stand-up, sometimes I get in my head about the personal side of things. Like, oh, like. You know, how are people not going to like me or not? Because that's part of it. But like at the end of the day, just work really hard, do the work, get on stage, write jokes. Don't get too wrapped up in your own head about how it's going well, to I, where it's like a, a a criticism of who you are as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, no, not at all. Just, really just to grind. Be, just to, stop overthinking it. To really be honest, I think that it is about you as a person because the mm. the, the crowd wants to see who you are as a person, what yeah. you think is funny. Mm -hmm. So it's not even necessary. It's, it's a mixture of having confidence, but it's more so about being authentic. Yeah. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I've seen comments get on stage and maybe talking about, you know, hating coming home to a wife and kids, but you have a happy marriage. Yeah. The audience knows that you're not, unhappy yeah. or you, ha you, you like you have to be authentic to yourself that's what mm -hmm. it's more so about than it is about being likable yeah. the crowd already i feel like has made that judgment once you get on stage yeah. and they if they're eager or not to hear what you have to say right you know and i think that it's more so about playing with the energy that's in the room mm -hmm. and using it to your advantage because they are they're already judging you yeah when you get on stage and you grab the mic and mm -hmm. whatever the case may be they're they're already saying like okay we know if we want to listen what he's saying or not but mm -hmm. i think that it's also whether you're going to show us who you really are yeah are you gonna be real or are you gonna be real as a yeah. person yeah exactly it's so weird they can tell too I think it's energy. Being real. It's, yeah. it's energy. It's it's all energy. It's more so about um, energy. Uh huh. Energy. Yeah. Mm. But you're right. Practice does make perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, like the more you practice, the the yeah. I mean, that's just something that I I've kind of tried to tell myself is like I played sport. Like I have the the habit, you know, of going on stage a lot and um and working and writing and stuff like that, but. I just need to like commit to you know, and not not worry so much because like it's the downtime when I have that anxiety. It's like, you know, um, it's on a Sunday. Like today's a Sunday. Like sometimes I'll have a lot of like ah, I gotta get I gotta get going again. Or like, what am I, what does my family think of this? Or what does you know my friends think of this? I think about that sometimes because like I have family and friends that knew me before comedy, and then like are they judging me? Are they you know well, cringing I, at me? Well, it's not even necessarily. If a person love you, they're going to be with you regardless of whatever. Yeah. If the person care about you and, you know, like, whatever the case may be, may be what I'm starting to learn through my journey with comedy mm -hmm. is 
pay more attention to the work than you yeah. actually paying attention to what people think. Yeah. Or what people, because like I said yeah, exactly. once before, a comic can be bad on one set. You might see them a year later. They might be a beast. They yeah. may have learned. But if you're focused on what other people think, they're not up there. Yeah. They're not up there doing it. So they right. can't walk in your shoes and really, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. vouch for. Hi, Seven. <laughs> they can't vouch for, like, I, I listen to people's feedback, uh-huh. but once again, it's very hard to go on stage. Yeah. You got, you have to really be tough to really even just go on stage. Uh-huh. So, you know, like, I listen to feedback, but if you haven't been on that stage, yeah, that's why I'm open to listen to other comics. I'm not going to let anyone deter me from what it is that I want to see out of myself as mm-hmm. a comic, but mm-hmm. I am willing to listen to feedback to someone who has did this longer or is able to give me certain information that I can use to my advantage. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I don't, I don't, I have, like, I want to do, like, people think i'm funny or does my family or whatever the case but it's it's not even about them it's about it's the not work. it's about the work you're right yeah i got the work will that. speak for itself uh-huh. the work will speak for itself if you really have been putting in time mm-hmm. and perfecting the craft mm-hmm. then if if you selling out shows or getting booked or whatever the case may be, it's gonna speak for itself yeah exactly yeah yeah Talk about it, be about it. The evidence will be there. Um, yeah, now, um, what's your day job? What besides, I do? besides comedy, yeah. I'm a nail technician. A nail technician? Mm-hmm. Can I see your nails? Do you have anything? No, I don't have my nails done. You now. don't have your nails done today? No. Okay. Gotcha. Do you love doing that? Well, actually, I don't. You don't? Um, I'm grateful for everything yeah. that I'm doing. Because I understand where, really where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not going to say, well, no, I'm not going to say, like, like that's not my passion. Right. Do I I like doing nails? Yes, I do. Uh But do I love it the way I love comedy? No, I do it so I can do comedy. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about my job. Um, But I do appreciate a, a girl with beautiful nails, for sure. I don't even have my nails done, so. I know. Well, I was thinking, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we together right and we second. have two black kids. Yeah, I love when you do your nails. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever, you remember the movie Norbit, Resbusha and Norbit? What? Resbusha and Norbit, off of the movie Norbit. You never seen Norbit? Mm-mm. It's a movie about a, a fat woman and Eddie Murphy, well, both of them are Eddie Murphy, so mm-hmm. you know where we hit it. Yeah. If it's Eddie Murphy is all the characters. But anyway, yeah. the husband is skinny and she's bullying him around and like he's not really in love with her. But and really she's not really in love with him. She just make him do whatever she tells him to do. But yeah. she's really, really fat and he's really, really skinny. You trying to boss me around? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think of my nails? You have nice nail beds. I tried to not bite them. You have nice hands. Do you? Do I? Oh, thank you. I used to bite my nails and they were horribly ugly. But in 2023, I'm trying to not, not horribly bite horribly ugly. My... Is that like beyond ugly? Horribly ugly? Yeah. Beyond <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Horribly ugly. I would like ugly. bite them down. They'd be like nubs. 
No, you you have nice hands, actually. Oh, thank you. Check it out. Yeah. Um, you have nice nail beds. Do guys ever come in to get their nails like fixed? They don't. I don't they do. Don't. I don't do guys. <laughs> Just, I've never. Yeah, I've never gotten a manicure. Um, do you do those? Or just do the nails? I just do the nails. I do acrylic. Acrylic. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I was talking to a girl recently and she had gotten her nails done and they were really beautiful. They had like flowers on them. Uh Uh-huh. And they had designs. So that's... So you like that. You like, oh my God, she has flowers on her nails. Well, (laughs) she liked it. So So you like. it. I made a special point to like notice and really like appreciate. But they do look, they do look beautiful. Like they were really well done and um, yeah. Um, like you could tell the attention to detail for whoever did them was very, was very good. good. Yeah. yeah. So do you date like, yeah. Why don't you have a girlfriend <laughs> or do you have a girlfriend? <coughs> <laughs> Honey, I thought we were together. I mean, cause I've never seen you like, <coughs> or you got a lot of women. Um, you never seen me with a girl. Well, it's not even necessarily that I've never seen you with a girl. You never like spoke on being with in, any, oh on yeah. stage. I never talked about having a girlfriend. Yeah, last girlfriend I had was um. Why did you start coughing like that? Why? Yeah, you because have a lot the, of girlfriends. Because the question made me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, um, I. Uh, Are you scared to be yourself? Am I scared to be myself? Yes. Maybe. It might be that Scorpio energy. Because it's like you, you. what I've taken from you from watching your stand-up and just interacting with you, uh-huh. it's like, not like, in a way, it's like you're not comfortable being yourself in certain situations. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, like, it's like you're in your head. Yeah. Like, I, am, I, am I? No, you're 100%. Am I, like, I can see that. You can see like the wheels turning about like who am I supposed to be in this situation, situation or like yeah yeah and I think the first when I first start watching you mm-hmm. you kind of was I think that's some of what some of your jokes were like yeah being kind of like in your head yeah no I, I I talk about anxiety on stage I talk about yeah being in my own head and um I talk about being intimidated by women too yeah you talk about being intimidated by women yeah. and. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, a lot of guys are intimidated by women. I have, like, you know, examples in my life where I have been. Um, yeah, I I love the question. I've uh, I do date. Yeah, and there's a there's a few girls. Are you nervous when you date? No, no. So you have a side that just comes out. That's what it sounds like too. I mean, once I'm, you when you comfortable. Com- yeah, the the intimidating girl thing is more. You know, I see a girl that's a stranger and and that, that initial fear of approaching them for the first time. Right. I definitely have that. But, you know, I'm I'm very comfortable around women that I know and uh and I love women. Um have I think you ever, I'm just afraid of like going in all the way. What was that? Your computer fail. What? It's a HP, so I'm assuming it's a computer. Oh, that was a box. <laughs> okay. False alarm. We're good. Okay. <laughs> so I have a question. Yeah, yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever done in a relationship? Because I feel like you have a crazy side that you're not. What do you mean? 
It's just crazy. Have you ever like been in a girl's bushes before? Been in a girl's bushes before? Mm-hmm. Waiting on her to come outside. No. Oh, what do you mean? Stalked a girl? Yeah. No. No. You give me kind of stalker vibes once it gets to that oh level. Oh, my gosh. No. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Like sexually? Just anyway. No. Just dating. Like. I mean. Did you call a girl and tell her you were at home and then she came outside and then you were outside or something? or like? No, I've <laughs> never done anything like that. Um, I mean, when a relationship goes south with me. Typically, it's because I like let it die. I like shut down and don't communicate, and then she. And like, why do you feel on? like you do that? Um, gosh. Well, I'm better at communication now. Like since I started comedy, I'd say like I'm I'm better at being myself. Before, I just didn't know. I didn't want to like hurt their feelings, so instead of just like having an upfront conversation about what bothered me about what they were doing, I would ignore it, or um, instead of like just having an upfront conversation about breaking up with them i would just like become more distant and let the relationship fall Die apart out. that's what i would do yeah so um, what's the craziest thing i've ever done in a relationship i mean nothing that crazy um it's kind of in the shutting down thing oh gosh we got in a fight and we were out on new year's eve and uh and we were supposed to stay together at our friend's house. And uh, she was visiting. Um, we were both like in Michigan. And like she had to stay with me because she was flying up to visit. But I just like ditched her and went with my little brother. And then she had to stay by herself at my friend's house. And that was pretty mean of me to. So you manipulate her. in a way. This, again, this is well, this was back when I drank and before I did stand up. So. I don't know. I hope that I'm better now, but yeah. Um, so why aren't you in a relationship? Well, there's a girl I, I kind of want to date now. We've been on and off, you know, for a while. Um, she doesn't think I'll commit to her. Um, Are you not proving that? Yeah, well, I'm working on proving that, yeah. So how are you not proving that? Why doesn't she think you won't commit? Are you fl- you're flaking? Are, are you flaking her? I had been flaky when we first started talking. So then now it's like we'll hang out pretty regularly, but she doesn't fully because we I wasn't like exclusive before. Like neither of us really were. Like she thought we were exclusive, and then you were, and then I was actually like I went on dates with other people. And then she got mad about that, but did you guys not tell each other that you weren't exclusive, or how did she? She she assumed we were. We didn't ever have the conversation. We were exclusive. So, but now I isn't that kind of crazy though? Like, yeah, some people do like relationship things, and then they still don't think they're exclusive. And some people, I've never told you that we were in a relationship, and people think that they are in a relationship. Yeah. It's about communication. It's about communication. That's right. Hi, Seven. You okay, Pumpkin? She want to get down. She want to get down. You better stop it, Ponty. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> she laughing. <laughs> Hi. She's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, she's got a beautiful smile. 
You know what? I think that with like we're at an age where you kind of learn yourself. You have to learn yourself too. Yeah. But it's about communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know you. You're pretty insightful. You said, are you afraid to be who you are or act how I really am? And I think, yeah. Um, the last couple of years, I feel like I'm trying to learn who I am um, through stand-up. Because stand-up rewards authenticity. Like, if it's working, you're, you're, you're being more of your real self. And, uh, and that's also why I got sober. That's why I stopped drinking because I was like, yeah, that'll help me understand more about who I am. I think a part of it is also certain things happen in life and you can create yourself as well. Not mm-hmm. only can you learn yourself, you can actually create because sometimes it's cert- certain things about maybe not other, it's certain things about other people that you can not necessarily be like. Like mm-hmm. if you have a certain attribute about you or something about you that I want or like, I don't have to hate you. For what you know how to do that I don't, but I can take from it mm-hmm. and make it a part of my personality. Okay. Like, does that make sense? Sort of. Like, how does it not? I don't know. I got a little distracted, but. Like, okay, you may be outgoing, mm-hmm. and I may not be, mm-hmm. and I may be like, man, you know, some people will be jealous of you because. He's outgoing, I'm not. Yeah, He's yeah. A, I can learn how to be outgoing too in my own way. Oh, you can make yourself. That's what you mean by that. Yeah, like okay. it may not be who I yeah. am being right now, but really mm-hmm. you can create yourself. You don't right. have to, like part of learning yourself is learning who you would like to be. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like you can be introverted and um, like as you're wiring, you could be wired as an introvert, but still you can, you can behave in an extroverted way. You can learn like okay you could be a person that's not really compassionate mm-hmm. but you can exercise those muscles to become a more compassionate person yeah exactly like, you can yeah that might not who you may be at that time but mm-hmm. you can always create and manifest mm-hmm. the person you desire to be it's more so about who you see yourself mm-hmm. as who would you like to see yourself as yeah versus who who am i really yeah you seem very confident in being yourself I'm confident in being myself. Have you been that way always? Or did, what I it, think that um everybody has insecurities. I have insecurities as well. Everybody mm-hmm. does. Um but I think that um who else am I gonna be? <laughs> I can't be <gasps> seven. Seven Let seven. it down, Armani. Let it down. You can let it let it down. Come on. You want to say something? Hi, Seven. Say something. (laughs) I think that... um, She's so cute. Say thank you. Hi, baby. She's probably hot. She's getting hot. Um... What was I saying? Oh yeah, I think that um, you have to kind of learn that just nobody that you can be other than yourself. Mm-hmm. So, be the best version of you that you can create. Or so yeah. for some people, if you want to be the bad, bad, the worst version of yourself. Yeah. 
Manifest the villain. Manifest the villain. That's who you want to be. I don't want to be a villain. I want to be a good. You know guy. what? You know what I've I've learned about just self help. There's a dark side to us all. Yeah. And most people don't know how to strengthen themselves because they're not willing to do shadow work, mm. and they're not willing to acknowledge that they have bad things about them as yeah. well. Like yeah. Yeah, you need to uh you need to develop the bad side of yourself or the capability to do you bad. Understand it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And what it, what are your bad like you ask a person like what's good about like wh- tell me who you are. What's good about they'll tell you everything that's good about you. Mm-hmm. Or you look at social media, people put the best pictures and the best Yeah. You know, version of mm-hmm. themselves to where it's not actually who they are right it's just who we see them as being right but you got something to say say woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so we Seven. don't we don't uh know how to realize that it's stuff that about us that's messed up whether we learn it from our parents or you know yeah Yeah. i had uh uh a lot of stuff that was uh suppressed because i kind of got made fun of a lot in in college even and uh just because i was the butt of a lot of jokes right and i i I, like bottled up a lot of that right like that i guess anger and then finally i snapped um when i was uh i've told this story before but um i was at a party and and my buddy gave me a hard time one more time about my little sister and uh he made me so mad and uh i walked up to him and i i ended up um punching him i just went crazy and then he tackled me and then like we got in this fight a scuffle just a scuffle yeah 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 and then, like, I apologized later that night. We were crying in, in each other's arms, being like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. But, uh, but yeah, that bottled up anger. But you know what? Too, like, it's okay. No, it was okay. It's, like, it's okay. Like, like we're need- all human. And at the yeah. end of the day, if you take a person, we all have feelings, too. And yeah. I feel like if you take certain scenarios and, like, that's not... For you to even apologize after you got in a fight, like that shows that your heart isn't yeah malicious, right, right. You know, or mm-hmm. just you care more about just being in the fight than you actually did sound like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Retaliating. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's. You gotta have the capability of harm though, so people respect you in a way. You said what? You have to have the capability of harm, like being able to. So that people respect you. Well, if you you're know, just a pushover the whole your whole life. People won't really respect. People you. don't respect nice people, even though we are all kind of like wanting someone who's nice. People mm-hmm. don't respect nice people, mm-hmm. and um, people don't respect. <laughs> you better stop that. I seven. Do you want to come over here? I'm going to get your sister. 
Oh, she's so We can edit this part out. Yeah, it's okay. Are you going to edit it? Sure. Get out of here now. Get <laughs> off of my set. <laughs> we can get going soon, too. It's been an hour. It has? Yeah. Hour, 11 minutes. Oh, it's the time with my fast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um... I kind of sense that, like you, you, you're like when you're on stage or when you're speaking, it's kind of like you're kind of in your head about what people, how people perceive you or yeah. what they're thinking, or if you're, I guess, coming off the wrong way. I feel like too. Not everybody's gonna like you. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Like, not everybody like me. Yeah. And that's okay. You mm-hmm. know. But it's people that's gonna love love you. Like yeah. people love shit at you. Yeah. If you just really find your own, you know, way of who you want to be. Yeah. You know, or, or, or you know what I mean. Create whatever person you want. People gonna somebody love you. Some people hate you, and that's fine. That's part of life. You yeah. can't you can't make everybody happy. That's right. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather have some people love you than everybody kind of like you? Um, somebody told me that one time. They said what? Like you got to be true to yourself. You got to be true to like what you actually authentically want to say and who you want to be. Right. Um, That's exactly be- what I'm because saying. Because at the end of the day, wouldn't you rather have s- some people love you than everybody kind of like you? Right. Um, you know, and they probably won't even all like you anyway. So. Yeah, they probably won't all like you. Not everybody. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like when you being your authentic self and who you want to be and being truthful and being honest. You people, you'll you'll develop deeper, meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. But when you don't really, when you struggle with communication, yeah, or you can't, how? That's just like I compare it to, um, like Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Did you watch the series? <laughs> no. Well, his dad was like constantly asking him, well, "Why are you doing this? Why?" But the dad was always working when he was a child, mm-hmm. so he didn't really have that authentic relationship where he could be himself and tell him certain things so he's really not really having a relationship with him yeah but until he actually went to prison he realized everything that he was doing and what he was going through that's Mm -hmm. when he could really have a relationship because he could express himself freely right and talk about what he wanted to talk about which was i'm killing people yeah (laughs) so you're saying i'm a serial killer I didn't say you were a serial <laughs> killer. What I was saying was communication yeah. is important. Yeah. Communication is important when you're trying to build a relationship. Yeah. Authenticity is mm-hmm. important when you're trying to develop a meaningful relationship. relationship. Yeah. How else are you going to get close to a person? Yeah. God, that's great. If you want me, to, if you say like, Jessica, get the hell out of my house right now. No, y- I'm y'all not. getting on my fucking nerves. No, I would rather you say that to say than to say, you know, it's getting late and I just I I haven't got any rest. Get the fuck out of my house, Jessica. Get the fuck out. <laughs> All right, I get you know like, but it's it's the truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that's more to me. That is more. Yeah. I, get, like, you know, I honestly have not don't want you no no I'm just saying like but what I'm saying is people what I've realized about people people sugarcoat yeah yeah they sugarcoat and yeah. run around in circles and what I'm very outspoken yeah and I've gotten 
my downfall, well, I'm not even going to say my downfall. My lesson in life that I've kind of learned is that people are not direct as I am. So yeah. I offend a lot of people and I can make a lot of people really angry with me mm-hmm. for being direct. Whereas someone who's more <sighs> beating around the bush, they know how to sugarcoat things. Yeah. What I've learned is people will really, I'm being direct, and mm-hmm. they'll sugarcoat, go around in circles, and stab me in the back. Yeah. So. Yeah. I definitely am that type of person, or have been a lot like of Like sugarcoating. For sure. But For why, sure. though? Like, um, do you not want to hurt someone's feelings? Yep. Or? Yep. I mean, that's, that's how Well, you're going to hurt their feelings when they find out the truth. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And then so you're going to hurt them more. It's better to rip the band-aid off and tell them exactly, you know. Then to. Yeah. Like. Then to, you know. At least they'll know the boundaries that, or not even necessarily the boundaries, but boundaries can be a part of it that you're setting mm-hmm. for them. If you tell a person, I don't like that, I don't, it's better than you yeah. holding in that. Yeah. You don't like something and then the person's constantly annoying you or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But then again, like you spoke on the story with like. Yeah, I held all in. I didn't say that may be something I didn't say that how much they'd bothered me over time. Over time. But it blew up. Exactly. So yeah. that's eventually what happens. Yeah. And that can happen with a lot of different people. That can people. happen a lot of different things and a lot of different people. Yeah. Man, this has been a therapy session for me. You know what's helpful. You know what's so crazy? What? A lot of people, like, they know that I'm doing comedy, uh-huh. but they're like, you shouldn't, I think that you should be like a psychiatrist or something. You probably or, should be. You're a person that's like, blessed with with, with insight and yeah. words. With Were you always able to speak freely, like, and, and directly with people? Like, you just say what's on your mind? Were you always like that? Or were you, did you ever have a period where you were more, you know, sugarcoating of things? And um, I'm going to be honest. I've always been like that. Yeah. But now that I'm, I'm older. Jealous. No, no. Now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. No, really. Now I'm going to say the downside to it. The downside to it is it's a childlike quality because children do stuff. Like, they just. Yeah. You're fat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but. It hurts people as well because you're not being mindful of what you're saying as well. Yeah. Even though you are being direct, you are like what I'm starting to learn now is I still can say what is what I'm trying to say in a way where it's respectful. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you can say things and you can't take them back. That's right. the downside of it right. as well. And like I said, I've encountered many people who've stab me in the back because i was being direct and open and honest and it may have been abrasive to them yeah you know maybe the delivery but in the same time too you know i've also created a lot of authentic relationships yeah at the end of the day i'd rather have direct and honest 100 percent of the time i would too i'd rather have that i'd rather you say like I'd rather you say, don't do that to me. Or I'd rather you say, that's ugly. I don't like that, it's ugly. Yeah. I'd rather you say, like, instead of saying, oh, well, I just think that you should yeah, yeah. and all around the yeah. world about something, just tell me what, like, but that's just me. You know what I mean? And yeah. not, what I've had to learn is not everybody. Yeah, but I don't know. The more I work and, you know, like, I, I have a corporate, you know, 
corporate communication is similar. You, you ultimately respect somebody more when they just like get to the friggin' point, tell you what they mean, and, and you trust those people more. Even if they, they you, don't do. say it exactly, you know, you know, sugarcoat it. It's not easy to hear, but you, you respect. And people like that are the ones that like advance. Those are the people that get promoted. Those are the people that run the companies because they're, you know, they're, they're direct, decisive leaders. What you, see, what you see is what you get. They're not bullshitters. Um, so yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's worth hurting, maybe hurting people's feelings to just be honest. Well, no, I think that you can still, what I'm learning now is you still can be honest, Mm -hmm. but it's a way to be tactful. Yeah, sure. Like, that's what I'm learning now. Like, I still can be honest. Mm -hmm. I still can tell you the truth, but Mm -hmm. I can maybe reword what I'm saying to where it's not disrespectful or it's not. Right. Um, hurting, you know, like, yeah, hurting, but I'm still being direct. I'm still yeah. telling you, For I'm just sure. being respectful. For sure. Tell the truth. All right. Think we got to go? Yeah. It's yeah. time to go. <laughs> I have to feed these. These babies, kids. Thank you for coming. I'm so I was off today. Like I feel bad. Like I was for sure. Part of it was scheduling it on late notice and and everything. But I had fun. Did you have fun? I did this conversation. It, it was actually cool to get to see you in a different setting. <laughs> in a different setting. Yeah. Um. Cause you are different. Like, no, when I say different, and this is what I mean about me just being straightforward. Tell me When exactly. I say different, you stand out amongst everybody, really. I do? Yeah, you do. That's nice. You stand out amongst everybody in a way where it's kind of like an awkward energy. <laughs> and like I said, you can tell that you're like, am I being awkward? Am I being awkward? <laughs> <laughs> am I? That's your energy. It's like, am I being awkward? So it makes you, it does make you stand out. Yeah, it it does make you stand out. Why are you turn red? Because I always turn red. That's as a child, <laughs> I turn red on some of these things. Yeah, you 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 stand out amongst everybody else, and it's because you are awkward, and you <laughs> are like you can tell that you're overthinking if you're being awkward or just standing out. <laughs> so it's good to see you in a different setting where you're a lot more, you're a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, and just relaxed. Relaxed. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good. I'm glad you saw this side. It's good to see you. It's, co- it's really actually kind of cool, especially when you don't really know like a person's background. Mm-hmm. You just see maybe what they're going through. But people have things that lead up to maybe why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I try to be understanding. Like yeah. at the end of the day, we're all human. We all. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we all are where we are because of things that have happened in our lives that has made us. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Our childhoods, our upbringings. Our, our childhoods, our, our, our upbringings, our experiences, our interactions with, like you said, experiences with different people, mm-hmm. people who've taught us certain things. And sometimes we may not know how we differ. Or how we're similar mm-hmm. to other people until we actually know. Yeah. Well, 
it's been great getting to know you two over the last like hour or so. Um, I'm excited you're like so eager and, and like going after it in comedy. Um, what's next for you? You think to continue um, taking acting acting, acting classes? classes continue yeah. taking acting classes. Um, I've created my own show with a fellow comedian Byron Lyles. Oh, Byron. Um, yeah. I love Byron. Yeah, we, we, we have a show coming up March 17th Okay. Um, in Spartanburg. Okay. So we're going to be hosting that and um, putting together comedy shows. Yeah. Really just moving around, mm-hmm. um, networking with people. That's my main thing is to network, mm-hmm. get on these podcasts, get, yeah. see what other people are doing. For sure. Creating skits. Yeah. Just really just networking. Absolutely. Well, um... This might not come out before the 17th, but I'll try to promote that. And then, um, yeah, follow follow Jessica on all of her social media. All of my social media, Jessica with the whale. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Jessica with the whale. Follow me. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks, Seven. Seven ruined our whole fucking set. <laughs> no, she didn't. Yes, it's she did. Great. This was some ghetto shit. Like we really, <laughs> we really. No, I loved it. We had a whole podcast with kids screaming in the back and just acting a damn fool, and you can yeah. see your eyes going like that. Oh my god! I hope they don't break my shit. Yeah, no, it's fun though. It's fun though. Well, thanks for coming. Thank Check Jessica out on stage. Follow her. Hey, hey, those, don't fucking touch that.